Hi everybody, I'm still here. I'm back, don't worry. <laughs> SEL has not gone to the great podcast graveyard in the sky yet. It's still up and running, if a little bit slower over the last few months, as you probably guessed, but I've still got the passion, I've still got the want and the need to uh, record my voice, and hopefully there's still some people out there listening, because I really do appreciate it. In fact, I know there is, because you guys are putting fantastic work into the Flickr photo group and sending me the odd email and comment and stuff like that, so thank you very much. So, why haven't I recorded a podcast in the last couple of weeks? Normally, I try, I try and do one every at least every month and then every two weeks if I can and then back in the old days I used to do one every week didn't I but I know life's kind of caught up and I tend to be a lot busier now so I don't have I don't have the time but anyway what happened was and I I think I talked about this a little bit last time wasn't it I hurt my knee didn't I so we had Valentino come down um, for the weekend and the night before I was rushing to go and get a HDMI lead, ran across the road and t- managed to somehow did do something, some sort of twist to my knee and it was killing me for absolute ages and like the plonker I was, instead of just resting straight away, I went out the next day climbing up and down ladders and stuff on boats but you know all that stuff already but it's taken until now really, well probably over the last week or so it's finally kind of sorted itself out, sort of I still get a little bit of um, discomfort in it, um, but unfortunately, because of the kind of job I have and the kind of uh, terms we have, it's not really worth me taking any time off work. So I've just had to, you know, at the end of the day, make sure that I rest my knee when I get home, which means not going out and wandering around taking lots of photographs, which has been a bit, um, has been a bit difficult. But what I have done is I've kind of taken the time to look at lots of great photographs and I've kind of rediscovered Instagram as well. Um, you, lots of you guys and girls probably use it already but I kind of started using it a while ago and then kind of was a bit like Ugh. but I've kind of using it differently this time in the fact that what I've been doing is just hunting out accounts where people uh, have lots of great photos, commercial photos I'm talking about. So I'm talking about the accounts of people like you know Vogue there are lots of the fashion magazines and the models and the photographers and the agencies, mainly because I think Instagram, you, you tend to really look at it on your phone and the type of photography it really uh, uh, lends itself to well is uh, portrait photography and that sort of stuff, you know, close-ups of people rather than uh, landscape photos and urban photos, which I love looking at, but, you know, on your small little screen on your phone, I think the fashion stuff kind of looks a lot better. Um, and so I'm just kind of following those those sorts of people and posting the odd photo from myself. But it's not really that about that. I'm using it as like a kind of a free fashion magazine to kind of inspire me towards doing some more portrait photography and uh, and looking at great photos in general. So that's good. So check out Instagram and you know spend the time to hunt out those those great uh, those great accounts. You know think of think of the publications or the photographers that you really like, and just look them up, see if you can find their official ones, and just start following them. Um, yeah, no, I've, yeah, I really like it. I spend quite a lot of time every day just looking at the different photos, getting, getting inspired as well. Um, actually, today, I got a book, which I'll do a video review of soon. Um, funnily enough, I was watching a video about him on YouTube, Mario Testino, and I thought, I'm, I had to go down to Gosport to pay a check-in, so I went to um, the library as well, which normally has a pretty, even the big one down in Gosport, has a pretty rubbish photography section. It's all sort of out-of-date digital how-to 
books, but they had a Mario Testino book called Let Me In, I think it's called, which is kind of his behind-the-scenes photograph. I had a quick look at that. Look at that. And uh, yeah, looks looks really good, um, so that's great. But yesterday, I did actually manage to get out and take some photographs. I did a really quick photo walk down to Gosport. Um, so I, ju- I jumped in the car probably about 10 o'clock, went down and parked near the top of the high street and just walked through the high street, around the back of the high street, down past the boating lake towards the harbour, took some pictures of the uh, Spinnick Tower, which they've now painted the bottom of it blue because it's now sponsored by... The Emirates um, uh, uh, Aeroplane Company. What am I talking about? Aeroplane Company. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know, airline. <laughs> and uh, so that's a bit odd. But the rest of it is still white, so it's not too bad. And then kind of went back up through the high street. And I did a video of it as well. No great photos were taken. But it was just getting me back in the saddle. Getting me pressing that shutter button. Again, getting back into the swing of things. Because, you know, I'm a really strong believer that with the photography it's a bit like riding a bike and the fact that you kind of remember what to do but there's no substitute for, for actively going out there and taking photographs and editing photographs and sharing them on a regular basis you do get a little bit rusty and a little bit nervous about certain situations when, when you haven't done them for a time and that kind of nicely fits in with the new apoi assignment now we haven't got that long actually I've been a bit naughty and not releasing a podcast when I shouldn't. And uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. But basically, for assignments this year, we've been mirroring the assignments that Amateur Photographer of the Year has been firing out for their um, Amateur Photographer of the Year competition. And for, for this month, the month of uh, August, it's, round, it's street photography, um, which is one of the most challenging parts of photography i think but also the most accessible because we all probably live in or near towns or cities and um, it's challenging the fact that you've got to overcome your fear of doing it and i you know i I, i'm no one to talk you know when i was out taking those photographs yesterday i probably would not walk down gosport high street with my camera in my hand taking pictures of people in their faces like bruce gilden or any of those or even Henri cartier bresson the way i tend to do it is I'll kind of be taking a picture of something interesting in the background and wait for people to walk past me uh, and walk in front of my camera. Um, I don't know, I just I just don't have the uh, the balls to do it yet, I guess you'd say, even though, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm knocking on a bit as a middle-aged bloke. Um, but you may well be doing that. But it tends to be where you are, you know, if I'm in a more of a touristy place, like over in the Duckyard or somewhere like that, I feel much more comfortable taking pictures of people because people expect you to have a camera where sometimes I feel... You're kind of intruding a little bit, aren't you? But there we go. Maybe you don't feel like that. But if you look for... I mean, there's lots of great street photography on the internet. Just to Google, go to do an image search, search for Henri Cartier-Bresson street photography or great street photography or Bruce Gilden street photography or any of them. There's, there's absolutely loads. Robert Frank street photography, um, Gary Winogrand uh, street photography, and you can look at loads of great images to get you inspired. Generally, I tend to like things where they're a juxtaposition, gosh that's a fancy word, I'm not really sure what it means, but between the geometric shapes of the city and then the way that people are kind of interacting or not interacting with those shapes, with those shadows, with those textures, uh, those angles and, and curves and that sort of stuff. So so there we go. Now, one thing I would say as well is that street photography, when I say street photography, what do you see? Black and white, don't you? But if you really want to stand out the, stand out from the crowd with street photography and give yourself a real tough, tough challenge, 
tri-color street photography try and create images that of color um and i don't know it, you know really good color street photography is incredibly difficult because black and white simplifies images doesn't it it makes them it kind of photography is about simplification isn't it it's about less is more and when you take the color color away that's that's easily done isn't it and in fact sometimes you can take you can be looking at a color photograph and think that's a bit change it to black and white and all of a sudden it pops out because you can see the shapes the geometries what's going on a lot more because you're not distracted by the colors but if you can get a color photo to pop in the same way that some black and white photos do then you're really onto a winner that way so just an idea i mean it's very difficult um you've got to find the right colors the right situations the right light as well because black and white can really cover up a multitude of sins when it comes to shooting on days that maybe aren't that great you know overcast days and things like that but you never know you might give it a go and see how it goes now i'll post a new thread over on the Flickr group um and uh the links to that will be over at rubnerphoto.com on sel what are we on i don't know what episode we're on now what are we on 259 gosh coming up to the big 260 um and so uh, so you can go over there have a look at the the rules over at um, amateurphotographer.co.uk remember amateur photography of the year is open to amateur photographers all over the world there's some great prizes something probably to do with sigma this this month probably some lenses or something like that um it's free to enter and all you got to do is you got email one of the images to them by probably around about the 25th of the 8th um but anyway you can nip over on that link and have a look so that's enough from me. Um, thanks everybody for taking part in the Flickr group, um, sending me messages, and posting on com, all that sort of stuff. And uh, most of all, I'd like to thank you from from <laughs> for downloading the podcast. Right, I've got to go. I've got to make the tea. Uh, but it was great chatting again, and uh, I'll see you on Flickr. <laughs>